and welcome to episode 5, series 4 of the Nerds Who Haunted Themselves podcast. Because you've got haunted nerds there, it really confused me. That's because I can't be bothered to write the full title out. My name is Danny Hanks, and I'm joined, as always, by... Stuart Moraine. I had to think of my own fucking name then. There you go. Because the i got haunted nerd written there. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Uh, we are back for another episode. Um, we have lied. Those expecting our, ninth, our uh, action movie special, we... I watched a couple of Steven Seagal films, but otherwise I've not really had time to... It's because I was in the pissy because I wanted to talk about Robocop. Well, there's that too. You got to talk about Robocop at the weekend. I did, yeah. Absolutely. And then you got to see the picture online. It's awesome. Because I tagged you in it. I bonded over somebody about Robocop. You bonded over somebody? I did. I bonded over somebody. I didn't know it was that kind of event. It was. You generally bond with somebody, not over somebody. I bonded all over them. (laughs) (laughs) I had to get tissues out and everything. And on that warm image... (laughs) Hi everybody, it's us again. Yes, it is indeed, uh, back by the popular demand of all three of our listeners. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty depressing, that is. Huh. I know. You see, it'd be cheaper to get them to ship them over here, sit them down and we'll have a chat with them. Or just Facebook Live them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yes, but you know, we occasionally we were big in Japan briefly. We had like four people in Japan. Yeah, I can only assume that they thought we were something else, some kind of Christian thing. Like they saw ghosts and with like mm. little tentacles and just assumed it was weird ghost tentacle anime. That's still a thing. It's been a while clue. since I've watched anime. Yeah. Uh, yes. How was your? How long has it been? About a month. How's your month been? Uh, fine, busy, um, but very good. Thank you. Yours. Uh, yeah, good, good. Uh, I think I'm up to date on movies, Infinity War. Yeah, uh, saw that one. Deadpool 2. Saw that one. Solo. No. You're the problem. Yeah. I. You're the reason Disney are crying. Really? I, I'll be honest. A, I can't really be asked to go to cinema at the moment, and B, I really can't be asked to go see Solo. And I'm a massive Star Wars nerd. Which is ironic, because in the run-up to Solo, I was the one being like, I'll probably just wait for the Blu-ray. Yeah. And you were the one that was like, no, I'll be there because it's Star Wars. Yeah, absolutely. But no, I can't. I will say it, but not at the moment. It's it's good. I'm more excited about Jurassic Park 2 this week. Yes, I, Jack wants to go and see Jurassic that as well. Jurassic World so 2, sorry. It's fine. One of them. It's, again, I'm not sure it's a film we need, but it looks all right. Yeah, it's got dinosaurs in it. And Chris Pratt. Has it? Apparently About so. time. But... Yeah, trailers look good, and Jeff Goldblum's in it. Oh, yeah. Can't go wrong with a bit of Goldblum. So, they obviously ignored my idea for Jurassic World 2, which was just the original cast sitting in a bar watching it, being like, can you believe this shit's still happening? In character, not like Sam Neill in as Sam Neill. But, or Sam Neill playing the guy he plays in Thor Ragnarok. Ooh. So anyway, hi. Welcome <laughs> to Nerds Who Haunted Themselves. Indeed. What are we yes. talking about today then? <laughs> we just sound like Blue Peter. <laughs> Later I'm going to make a Tracy Island. Because <laughs> that's all Blue Peter ever did. Mm. Is it still on? I honestly don't know, probably. Mm. Is it like a dandy? It's only gone online or something. Is the dandy only online now? Yeah. I just In assumed fact, it, it had been merged into the Beano. The the amount the Beano costs a week. Mm. It's like two pounds a week. 
Yeah. A week. Too much. I remember when it was 30p. Yeah, so do I. And you got a refresher on the front. Yeah, or a Highland Toffee bar. Ooh, back in the days. Yeah. Or a little parachute, you man. Now it's, well, I don't know. Most kids' comics now are a shitty toy for four quid and three pages of comic and the rest is adverts and shit. But yes. No, uh, this Saturday just gone, we crossed the border. Mm-hmm. We went abroad. Took our lives in our hands and went to Cardiff for size. We did. How was your size? I had a really good day. Lots of interesting people, lots of people I know and we've got to chat to, to catch up with. Um, no, it was a really good atmosphere, really good day. How about you? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, we didn't sell as many copies of Tales as I'd liked, but I don't base it on that anyway. Mm. I base it on chatting with people. Which we did a lot I of. I got lots of hugs from Dave Jones from uh, yeah. King Legacy. Yeah. He probably doesn't listen. Um, Does he not? Heard a lot about his honeymoon. Yeah. Did you know he went on the honeymoon? He did mention he went on the <laughs> cruise, didn't he? He did. He went on a saga cruise. <laughs> um, yeah, saw Tony and Sam Webster and Milmo. Yeah, um, Sarah Milman. And That's Milmo. And I know that. <laughs> Uh, the, of course, the Everton brothers, they were there. Always good value. I know, they managed to dig themselves out from the mountainous piles of boxes and books they've got. Of cash, of what you're going to say. <laughs> well, that as well. Yeah. Um, we saw Dylan Teague and um, Mike Collins and how many other people did we saw? Everybody. We did. Um, yeah. So, uh, the awesome guys, we, did we say that? We saw the awesome podcast guys. I'm just distracted now by the, a picture of the Edmonton brothers just in piles of cash like in Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> Every so often somebody pokes their head around the door and it's like, we got a problem. It's like, that's fine. We'll just throw some money at it. That's exactly... They said that they kept all the boxes in their garage. I'd imagine it's actually a massive... In his, in his studio. In his studio, was yeah. that what they said. I'd imagine it is basically a big big money tank with a massive gold like, pound sign on the front. Do you reckon they made a fort? Because mm. if you've got that many boxes, you might yeah. as well. So, but, but yeah, so Kickstarters are easy, kids. <laughs> so. so, yeah, it was a good day, a long day, um, especially walking there and back from the car park on the other side of Cardiff, my fault. <laughs> or sat-nav fault, let's blame it on the sat-nav. Let's blame it on the sat-nav. Let's blame it on the boogie. So, and then crumpling up the parking ticket so we couldn't get out. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was that was horrible. You and I need to stop going on trips where we park in a car park together because with Swindon we couldn't find the fucking thing after we left the shop. Yeah, was there anything in Nottingham where we dropped all the boxes? Yeah, which is why I bought some bungee ties for this. <laughs> one. It's like never again. And this one, we were stuck behind the barrier. We couldn't get the other side of the barrier because as a queue was forming it. behind us. Yeah, and then for some reason no one was bloody answering the. Because it was a Saturday, I was amazed there was anybody there at all. Oh, crikey. Yes, it was not a smooth exit. That's horrible. But we got over right. We did. I <laughs> started to look round at how the fuck can we... Am I going to have to get out, get another ticket, pay the minimum parking? And oh, then that put that one. Would that have worked? I don't know. I imagine it probably wouldn't. Yeah, but do you, well, you'd have to be heavy enough to... to get yeah, for it to think it's a car, yeah. yeah. We could both be jumping up and down on the piling up little fucking wheelie bins from outside pubs. 
But yeah, so but it all worked out and we didn't get abused. Beaten up. So but yeah, so no, it was good. I think is and her team put on a really good show. Yeah. Um First time I've met is. You not met is before? No. I'm sure because I know she was at uh, Troops. She was definitely at the summer one last year, and she was there in Feb as well. Mm-hmm. Not sure she's been to any before, and I saw her at Leamington as well. I like it; is is cool. So she likes comics. Yeah, how can you not be cool? cool? Absolutely. And she runs a comic focused event. And yeah, yeah, it was a really smooth event. In no problems, was shown to our table. Quite mm-hmm. um, nice. A big room with chandeliers. It was, and mirrors in the mm. ceiling, which I thought were windows to other rooms until it took me about five minutes of staring at them before I realised that's not windows to a room that's up on a different level. It's not as big as it looks. <laughs> but, no, it's a really nice venue, the hotel, mm. and uh, which bodes well, because we're in a hotel next year. Yeah, of course. So some nice little um, nice things they had on as well. They had a, an artist versus artist um, event up on the balcony above us, which we I, we saw the well, I saw some of the drawings, but didn't see what was going on. Where they had two flip charts, and they got one artist on each flip chart drawing against each other. I think it was, and then they were cha- auctioning them off for charity. Well, they were them off for charity. I'd- what I definitely won't do is embarrass Susie Gander by pointing out that she pointed at Mike Collins' picture of Darkseid and went, hey, it's Thanos. <laughs> That's Susie, isn't it? <laughs> but it's all right, Susie. I won't tell anyone. No. Secret safe of just the other three people who are listening to this. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was really good. And fortunately, uh, my my ticket, every ticket around my ticket, I had ticket 143. Yeah. And one four one got called, one four two got called, one four four got called, one four five got called. So, but apparently you can't have your money back on a charity raffle. It's not fair. It really isn't fair. Trade descriptions, I think. But, but no, it was going to a good cause, and it was slightly frustrating to see somebody who'd already won winning another cool piece of art. Mm. But hopefully, they all went to good homes. What was the cause? What charity? I can't remember now. I'm sure it was a good one, though. Did you buy any any comics? I picked up the Awesome Comic Volume 2, or Issue 2, which I read, which is very good. It's got one of my favourite filth lines in it. Actually, I won't say it on here. Read it. It's in Viper. Um, Yeah, if I had it handy, I'd show you the line, but Mm. I don't. But yeah, I bought that and I bought the first two issues of Gateway City from uh, Russell Olsen, which I'd me- meant to get at True Believers in Feb, but I completely, by the time I remembered, I was at home. <laughs> um, so yeah, I bought the first two of that with the plan to buy the next two at the summer one. So I could spread it about a bit. You like um, spreading it about a bit, don't you? I do. I'd have bought Slang Pictorial 3 if I hadn't backed the Kickstarter and already received it in the post earlier in the week. Um, highly recommend that. Nick Products is Slang Pictorial. Really good. I really like Nick's stuff. It's got a very, by his own admission, it's sort of got a very mindery sort of feel. <coughs> do you know sort of I Love saw, and Rockets meets Minder. I still haven't met Nick. Have you not? No, I've, we've had quite a few, um, uh, quite a few events with him and of course he was there and I walked past him but I haven't actually gone up and spoken to him yet 
So that's Nick. You've never met. Is you've never met. I've basically, met Dave. You, you, you feel you're above people who come to our event. Yeah, basically. You'll meet yeah. them out in the wild, but on your turf. Yeah, I don't not don't want to be associated with them really. I mean, that so. does explain the don't look and in the eye. Yeah, and it was the first time I met Dave Jones as well. Yes, I recognised him and he recognised me, but I hadn't actually properly spoken to him. Well, he wasn't there in Feb, to be fair. Oh, was he not? No, he was at the summer one. But okay. No, they didn't tell him they were coming in Feb and came without him. <laughs> so no, I think he was due to come, but I think with wedding stuff. Yeah, fair enough. He's a, but yeah, no, Dave's a regular on Draw Something Sunday. He is. Again, unless he's getting married and feels he's got better things to do then. No commitment. No commitment. No commitment at all. But yeah, that's been going well. We're up to week 60 on Draw Something Sunday. Mad, isn't it? It's quite scary. Yeah. Uh, have some really good work this week. What do we have this week? There was your... Robot me. Jerome cool. did... The speeder bike speeder thing. bike thing, and you did Wolverine. I did do Wolverine. Which is fab. That was a uh, last minute bollocks. I don't know what to draw. Didn't look like bollocks. Because my Sunday at the moment is, despite my best intentions to chip away at the mailer through the week, I pretty much end up shit right in on Sunday morning. So I've got it ready to go out on Monday, and that takes most of the day because my writing tends to be about four hours of staring at the screen. Mm. Thinking of how the I get the I've got the words in my head I just can't get them to form on the page kind of thing, and um, yeah, um, and then I do draw something Sunday, sort of the very last thing, and then I get up early Monday morning so I can put them all in the mailer. But um, yeah, that's the Troops mailer. If you go to tinyletter.com forward slash Troops, you can subscribe there. We had one unsubscriber this week. Who's that? Not me. It wasn't. No, yeah. um, I can't remember who it was. It was basically, because I was, you'll know, because I sent you a thing on Sunday saying that I was a bit nervous about this week's mailer because it was addressing the dwindling footfall at Comic-Cons. So I was a little bit nervous that, not with so much what I was saying, but whether it was how it was said. I didn't want it to sound like it was a convention organiser sort of pleading for people to you know, basically sympathise with us and pity us for everything we do. But I felt that if something isn't said soon, then we're going to get to that point again where all the comic-focused cons have disappeared. Because they've not been back that long. There's been odd ones, but there's not been as many comic-focused cons as there is at present and I wanted to put something out that started a discussion that could hopefully get a group of people together to talk about it and see between us what we can do to help increase footfall increase awareness of the events and I basically listed like five points that I felt needed addressing like um can't remember them now you know, professional courtesy with so many events, it's easy intentionally or not for another event organizer to jump on one event's announcement. And I think just it's like with Sice, Leamington and Sice, I've deliberately held back on doing too much stuff on the summer one. I've done little bits, knowing full well that from this week onwards, we're going to be going full blitz on the summer event. And um, yeah, I think people could do with a bit more of that. There's nothing quite as frustrating as announcing, you know, 
for example, Mike Collins being at True Believers, and then somebody posts pretty much directly above it. Mike Collins is also appearing at, and there's just no need for it. It doesn't benefit anybody because all you're going to do is end up with people going, "Which one was Mike Collins at?" Ah, oh, fuck it, I won't go to either. <laughs> kind of thing, and yeah, um, that's on this week's Troops mailer. But yeah, um, so I was a bit nervous about that, and then the first notification I got was an unsubscribe. <laughs> And I was like, shit, I've Jerry Maguired myself. <laughs> um, but no, I, it's not about putting blame on anybody. I don't think anybody's particularly to blame. As I think we're all, I'm as guilty of it as well, of seeing a post and liking it and not sharing it. Or or even seeing a post and not even liking it, just reading it and being like, oh, that's kind of cool. And you're not getting that engagement. And Facebook and Twitter as well is set up that so you don't really get any organic engagement anymore. Like we've got about 1,700 likes and followers. Our organic post reach, which is people they think have seen it, is about 100 to 500 on an average post. Mm. And then actual engagement is generally about 10 to 14, 10 to 30 people who actually like it or comment on it. And it's not great, but there's not really a lot we can do about it. But by more people seeing posts and engaging them, engaging with them or sharing them that sort of thing we can get word out a bit more because you know we've already lost Melksham Sice isn't coming back next year because Cardiff is overcrowded um, so they're taking a year off others we're not sure of yet mm. I think we're the only one who comes out announcing their following year's date straight away because we're stupid <laughs> but I mean, because we we've got a five-year plan, so we were sticking to the five years no matter what, so we could always announce the following year's date. But into year six, who knows? But yeah, so it's just looking at ways event organisers can think about how they're doing it, the way people who've got tables can think about how they're promoting being at the event. A lot of people shout about being at an MCM, and that but they don't necessarily shout about being at the smaller events. Or if they do, it's like the week of that sort of thing so there could be more engagement that way and just trying to find out why people aren't going to cons as much and I'm aware that money's tight which is probably putting a lot of people off but we still suffer that problem of there are people in Gloucester and Cheltenham who don't know that True Believers exists and I think the perception of Comic Cons is stopping local media and businesses and that getting behind events and really helping promote them I think there's more that could be done to support things in town because it could be good business for the town. You think you've got lots of people travelling into Cheltenham for the event. Odds are a good chunk of them will stay over. Mm. But I don't know. So, yeah, that was that. Uh, Say something funny. (laughs) Sorry, I wasn't listening. (laughs) Yeah, Andy fell asleep. Yeah. Uh, well, that's really put a downer on everything, isn't it? It does, isn't it? So, this is the last episode, bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It's the fact that there's another bloody year to go until we reach your five-year plan. Well, it's less than a year now. You've only got to get to February. I know, that's too long. <laughs> we haven't even started on it yet. We've got the summer <laughs> one. Got the sexy new poster to come out. Oh, yeah. So, yes, summer event's coming up. I'm very much looking forward to that one. The summer event's always a good crack. Well, from the one we've done. <laughs> Two. Done one. This is our second. 
What was the first one we did? Was that not? That was last year. We did the. Aside from the main one, we've done two Christmas ones at Smoky Joe's, mm. and two more cons. Oh, it was the con we we shouldn't talk about. That's the oh, we did the film festival exactly. there, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. I clean forgotten about that. Yeah, yeah. We don't talk about that. I found the top trump stuff. There. Did you? Did you burn it? Well, I was tidying the shed. <coughs> but yes. Um, so this is our second, third event. It's our third event at Blackfriars. It's our second, second summer con. Summer con. Yeah. So. So yeah, come along to that. Um, there'll be a announcement about ticket prices soon because mm-hmm. we're basically with putting a thing out talking about con attendance mm. kind of looking at what we can do as event organisers to maybe get footfall up mm. oh yeah yeah um, so yeah so we're looking at how we price things and so yeah we'll be making a proper announcement about that and yeah, is there anything we can announce about the event? I mean, any any guests that we can talk about? Well, we've got the summer one was set up that it wasn't a guest-driven event. We wanted to put on an event that was more small press focused and comic focused without sort of big guests. But we invited the other. Not saying that the guests we've got aren't big. No, but you know what I mean. <laughs> The awesome pod boys are huge. Fucking Vince and his pies, car. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. Um, does Vince listen to this? No, I don't think he does. Tony will tell him if it's a We're down issue. to two listeners now. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, he probably does because he needs to get tips for. That's true. How to do it properly. Yeah, because, you know. But instead, just listen to us. They're a uh, weekly effort. And their dwindling Facebook group. <laughs> um, awesome comic talk. Check it out on Facebook. Isn't Obviously, it a group? well, you can ask to join. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you don't have to be invited. You do have to know the secret handshake, but mm-hmm. you don't have to be invited. Um, what were we fucking talking about? I don't know. Yes. Um, so the awesome pod boys. At least two of the three will be uh, the summer event, which both Vince and Tony are hosting a panel each, mm-hmm. which we'll announce the full details on the panels. So hopefully mm-hmm. they're coming. Well, I hope they're coming, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Unless they're doing that thing, like, yeah, I'll host it. <laughs> coming. Um, Skype them in, fuckers. <laughs> I'll send you to pick them up. <laughs> um, so you've got Edmonton Brothers. We've got the Edmonton Brothers again, because... Because we love the Edmonton Brothers. Yeah. And, you know, we're hoping for a loan. <laughs> now we know they're cash rich. <laughs> um, yeah, because, like I say, we love the Edmonton Brothers and you rarely see that kind of enthusiasm from people sometimes. Uh, absolutely. It's almost, it's almost in the nicest way exhausting talking to them about their stuff because they are so enthusiastic. It's fantastic. They are. They're like kids TV presenters just yeah, possibly they, energetic they're, they absolutely they're like the are. dick and dom of the comics world yeah well, is that, is that... if we can get them to shout bogeys <laughs> <laughs> well I'm struggling to think of 
They're like the Chuckle Brothers. Of... No. <laughs> no, we're not. No. They're like the Trev and Simon. No. They're like Anton Deckel. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, no, they're just like little bundles of energy. And we've got Little Heroes as guests as well, yeah. which is the charity anthology comic. Which, can you talk about Little Heroes? Um, only that I've got an involvement in their next project. I was going to say you bought a copy, but... You bastard. <laughs> you fucking bastard. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, oh, I'm not going to feel too much yet, because it's still early days, but exciting stuff. Basically, people are stealing my graphic designer, <laughs> and I'm not happy about it. What do you mean, your graphic designer? You never claimed ownership. I, I did. I tattoo off. Freed your contract. <laughs> Yes, you're uh, you're getting noticed. I might not be able to afford you soon. Yeah. So any graphic designers on the earth <laughs> who want the thankless task of sending me emails for me to go back and go, I don't think I like it, but I don't know why. <laughs> Fix it. <laughs> what was your what was your your professional critique the other day? I'm not sure. I believe a professional critique on that one logo. Well, it was, but I. <laughs> I was being polite. <laughs> I deleted my original reply of what the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd prefer I'm not sure, actually. <laughs> At least I didn't ask for Comic Sans. Yeah. The temptation is always there, but I just know that now you're getting offers from other people. Have you seen that improv group? What, called Comic Sans? Name. No, it's a Comic Sans script. Uh, yeah. Absolute genius name. Whoever came up with that name for that improvi- improvisational comic group, brilliant. Don't get it. Really, I do get, get it. it. It's because they read comics, but when they're up on there, they're without comics. Anyway, let's carry on. It's better than fucking off center. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where were you when that happened? <laughs> I was involved in off center. I know, but I mean, where were you? And we, could, we could have been called ourselves Comic Sans. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, not... but no. So yeah, what are we fucking talking? About? I don't know. Um, Summer festival. Um, uh, oh, Sunday yeah. the fifth. Check the Facebook page. Possibly today. By the time this goes up, I might make the announcement tomorrow, which will be is it Thursday tomorrow? Yeah. I've had two weeks off work. I've lost Thursday all track of days of the week. And hopefully, hopefully if the weather's good, we'll have another uh, outdoor um, live drawing. Live drawing. Live drawing. Yep. Um, I'm already hitting up our Celebrate Cosplay team about that. Um, hopefully, we'll be doing a proper catwalk. Mm-hmm. Just need to do the finer details, but it is going to be weather dependent, unfortunately. Yep. So We were lucky last year. We were, but it did spit a little bit, so it was touch and go. But we didn't do a catwalk because I couldn't afford the staging. Mm. So, but yeah, so we're hoping to go from with that. We've got some more workshops in the pipeline for that, um, thanks to some awesome people. And kids go free, and we're hoping to have a bit more kid-focused stuff going on on the workshops thing. Uh, we'll have the big draw something Sunday jam piece out. Yeah. That was the thing at size we did there. That was great. We had a, a jam piece. Or should we on. save that for when we talk about that? I think we can all roll it. We can roll into it, I think. Yeah. So at size on the table. Um, oh, it touched your leg. Sorry. It did. 
<laughs> Frisky. I was in my leg. <laughs> oh, then you need to see a doctor. <laughs> I got wood. <laughs> doctor wood. Um, yeah, it's on our table at size. We had a A3 sheet of Bristol board paper. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Quality paper. Um, that we put out that people could come and add a drawer into. So I got you to put a drawer in on first so people didn't feel too intimidated. And could see Cheers, what, mate. <laughs> could see what somebody who can't draw can do. That anyone's willing to have a lash. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so we put that on there and I kind of thought this is just going to sit there just with one robot on it. But you seem to start a theme of people drawing robots. Yeah, I think they thought, oh, hang on a minute, that's a robot. Maybe I've got to draw robots too. Um, which wasn't the case, but that happened. It did. An accidental roboting. Yeah. Always good. But, but yeah, so Susie Gander added something to yeah, it. Ian Blakeman added something to it. He did. We're not blessing him. Hi, Ian. He, knows what, he knows what he did. Clone Wars hater. Um, no, Attack of the Clones hater. Um... Who else? Who we Dave had, Jones. Dave Jones did a did the King Legacy. He did. Um, this guy on it. I can't remember the girl's name now. Is at the table upstairs? Mm-hmm. Hang on. Hang on. <sighs> Toria McCullum. She added a picture to it. What her boyfriend bought your sketchbook. Oh yeah. So yeah, she had it. She got a Kickstarter on at the moment. Uh, Time and Distance Chapter Two. If you go on Kickstarter and search that, or it's in this week's mailer. Um, the guy from I apologize. Oh, Russell Olson from that's Gateway it. City did. That's the one. Uh, yeah, it was good. And then we and, just and a few punters came across. You know, came across and it was lovely. It was really really good, and we ended up with quite a full sheet. It was really nice, and it was. We were trying not to watch people as they did it because mm. we wanted people to just feel comfortable doing have it. We and there was... the, have we put that sheet online yet? I have, yeah. It's yeah. on the Facebook page. There's, there's a whole album so you can watch how it filled up throughout the day. Yeah. Oh, Emily Owen added to it as well. She did a little brain shoodle, doodle, whatever they're called. Damn it. Sorry, I should have looked that up. I know what it is. But yeah, so she added to it's it as well. It was a piece of toast, wasn't it? Sorry. Is that... It was, wasn't it? A piece of toast with eyes. Yeah, I think it. I think it was. But it's from the brain. Yeah, it's from her. Yeah, from my books. My was... mind's gone blank as to whether it's called brain shoodles or. It's very good. It was cool. Very it's good. A piece of toast. Um... <laughs> yeah. Um... So yeah, and that was basically part of basically looking at an umbrella we can bring our workshops. Is that in case it rains? Yes. Our workshops. I'll draw something Sundays, uh, Inktober, Sketch Temp, Sketch Temper, um, the various jam pieces. We wanted to bring that all under one umbrella, which is Troop, uh, TBCF Creates, which Andy did a logo and then I improved it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> basically, anybody who's with using crayons. Basically, anybody who's using Andy, if you need to give him a nudge, send him a shitty looking logo. You'll get so pissed off with it that it'll send you back a better one. So that was the, your, your game all, all, all the time, wasn't it? Well, I've just noticed a pattern. <laughs> so I was thinking something like this. Here's this. That's perfect, thank you. Bastard. <laughs> You're easily manipulated. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, no. So, like I say, so we've got that, and we put this one out as a little test. Um, we'll hopefully have more champions, and hopefully we'll be building it towards something else in the future, mm. depending on how things go. Um, but yeah, it's basically we said before. We always come away from True Believers feeling really creative, really inspired, and um, yeah, we sort of wanted to lean into that a bit more. So Saturday was kind of the first outing, wasn't it? It, it, was, it was like it was a soft launch kind was, of thing. It was get, kind of testing the waters, wasn't it? Once we got the final logo, yeah. which is similar to the one that was on the thing, except I got lazy and cut some bits off. Um, yeah. We'll do a proper launch of it, but yeah, like I say, the Draw Something Sundays will come under that. Mm. And we, if we do Sketch Timber in October again this year... Well, I certainly am. If you do, I will, because mm. be we weren't going to do October this year. Yeah. It's only because you drew one, so I thought, shit, I better draw one, which then led you to think, I better draw one more for the next day. Yeah. Like, kind of before to... you know it, it's three o'clock in the morning, and you're still <laughs> putting the finishing touches. Um... But yeah, so it's basically that. So we'll have when we have the workshops in future, we'll have the True Believe TBCF creates banners up, mm-hmm. um, bringing it all under that. Hopefully, getting people to embrace their creative sides or having a bash if they're not particularly creative. I think at one point, I reckon we should talk about whether on here or whatever about the psychological effects as well, because that's something you know that's quite interesting about just being creative and what cleansing your soul, if you like. Getting on Mambi Pambi on it. Yeah, do it. Because it's a very interesting thing, and I'm very much into it at the moment. The whole creative, the psychological effects that being creative has. Are you going to talk about our Lord Len- L. Ron Hummard? Yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> TBCF creates, it's a religion, <laughs> not a tax dodge. <laughs> the Scientologists are going to get us. Um. That's it. Tom Cruise doesn't listen anymore. We could, we could start. We could create a religion like Creatology. Well, True Believers lends itself to a yeah. Creatology. I like it. Brilliant. There you go. Come and done Creatology. Where did we soft launch True Believers Create? <laughs> I like that though. Creatology. I'm a Creatologist. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay, I'm happy with that. <laughs> I am yeah I am trademarked and copyrighted (laughs) um yeah we said it here first on the 6th of the 6th 2018 yeah but yeah so yeah the the psychological things of I think creatology maybe even just do do a bit of a podcast and just talking about that and how drawing makes you feel and kind of you know about the improvements that you make and levelling up and all that and what that can do to you and the frustrations because it is very frustrating <laughs> and the anxiety of putting a picture online yeah all waiting that. for that first light to tick in yeah and then being like so and so I haven't liked it yet bastard <laughs> um, yeah that is a quite a valid subject to talk about at some point and I think we should talk, plan that it would be an interesting panel it would be a very interesting panel fuck somebody's going to steal that for their event eh Let's get it down. Um, six of the six, twenty eighteen. We came up with the Creatology panel. Yeah, I like that. That's the name of a panel. That's very good. Creatology. I'm writing that down. Okay. Sorry, I've got to fill what he's writing. It's better than us having the habit of uh, drinking at the same time. Hmm. Um. Yeah. No, I. 
I was saying to, I can't remember it was on Saturday, that when I got into a bit of a funk, that's when I sort of started my Lego obsession. I mm. found it calmed me. But now that I've got no more room for Lego, slash can't really afford Lego anymore, I found drawing has filled that hole. Um, you get the same sense of accomplishment to it, except slightly more probably, because you've generally created it from scratch. Mm. With no plan, and I found recently I'm drawing more without reference. So, like that Wolverine was without reference. Yeah. Which is why some bits are a little bit fucked up. But we don't talk about the fucked up bits. He's got black claws. Didn't notice that. Yeah. It's because my hand wobbled. So, as I tend to sit with just a sketch pad on my lap rather than it. So, I don't, mm. don't have the steady hand. That's why um, Venom from Marvel Comics looks like he did. So when his hand wobbled, he ended up colouring all black. Uh, fair enough. Doesn't Explain really. what. No, I'm taking it. <laughs> it's fact now. You were here first. Sixth of the sixth, 2018. <laughs> we copyrighted that story about Venom. But And you know, I can draw feet. So I'm already one up on... <laughs> and depth of field. <laughs> So, but yeah, no, I, uh, I'm getting better. I need to start trying to get people in action poses rather than standing poses. Do you use your um, your mannequins or? To be honest, by the time I start drawing, I generally don't have time. Mm. I have used it before, and with mixed results. Mm. Um, I think Dan Butch said about his that while it didn't overly help with the posing lighting wise it was a huge benefit because that's still some of this a bit tricky sometimes like that Superman I did I put too much shade around the pant area somebody said it looked like he peed himself isn't that where my Thundercats are from? (laughs) (laughs) Pantaria isn't that a band? (laughs) it is Oh Christ! We're struggling tonight. I think oh. you can both. I think uh, well, both of you can realise this. Yes, I've been sorting out my shed. So far too much shit in it. That's wiped me out for the day. But but yeah, no. So yeah, I think there's something in that. Mm. I wonder if we could squeeze in a third panel, or maybe no. It might be better to save for true believers. Main one. Oh, the main one. Yeah. Creatology be good actually you could get a lot of really good impact input from people yeah and their personal experiences and what they can recommend and you could moderate that one mm, i could throw you in the deep end mm. you'd have more clue what you're talking about than i would mm. so, right that's that then that's happening at true believers 2019 there you go exclusive first panel announcement well there you go we didn't. We didn't know we were going to do that, but nope. We've got a new Excellent. one. Oh, what did you buy at size? I didn't ask. Oh no, no, you, you ignorant bastard! I'm so selfish. Um, well, I bought. I, I picked up a comic called Gumbo um, by uh, Abby Bulmer, who's the artist on that one. And it, it, we were sat because they were had the table to the right of us, and I'll just they had the front cover on a big banner, big pull-up banner behind the table, and I kept looking at it. It was a fantastic piece of artwork. Probably noticed more of the tables of them busy staring at that mirror trying to work out whether it was a window or not. <laughs> um, so yeah, when, when we had a, a minute, I popped over and I bought a copy, and it's lovely. 
Yeah, really nice. I've only flicked through it at the moment, but the artwork's just fantastic. Um, he went all Trump. It's amazing. <laughs> With his letter. <laughs> I don't know if she opened it. <laughs> no, it did look very nice just from flicking through it at the event. I kind of regret not going over and buying a copy myself. Yeah, so that's Gumbo. Go, go and check it out, because it's awesome. Because so, I don't know about you, but a lot of people tell me that I can just order it from the website after the event, but I kind of like buying them in person. I like getting an idea about the creator as well. Is that a really good thing to say? What? Uh, seeing as that... What, that we've set up a merch store on <laughs> yeah, our website? I was going to say, we've got another merch store on our website we're about to mention in a minute. <laughs> well, no, it's just some people like buying from... Yeah, I, I, well, the thing is... But I'd, I'd much rather buy from the person yeah, if I, I do, can. Yeah, I and also I kind of want to go home. There's a chance I forget. Do you know what I mean? The yeah. least they're in the moment, and then the person's giving you the awesome spiel about whatever it is, and you see all their artwork, and, you know. Plus, they've seen me buy it then, so when they're at another event, and they're like, that guy's a prick, you'd be like, at least he bought a book. Mm. You know, he's a prick that spends. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I... Uh, like I say, there were several things I meant to get that I didn't pick up on the day. I forgot. I didn't. I forgot to go to Milmo's table and buy NPC NPC T four. So fortunately, she's at the summer event, so I can pick it up there. But I've only got the first issue of that. I've got the other three. I've got the first three, but but yeah, I, uh, I enjoyed the first three, and I was looking forward to four. I completely missed the Kickstarter because I think it fell in a period of the year where I just couldn't afford to back any more Kickstarters. Because mm. Kickstarters are a bit dangerous in because the, they don't take the money till the end of the month. It's very easy you to forget back, about back it. that, back that, back that. Yeah. And then you have to sit down with the wife at the end of the month and be like, why have you spent £50 on Kickstarters? It's like, because, um, shut up. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, uh, if you do like buying things online, we've set up a... Uh, nice. True Believers merch table on the website where you can buy Tales from Beyond Infinity and Artat. Um, yeah, it's just it's an option there if you fancy picking up the badges we sell. Come on, bit of enthusiasm. Come on, we've set up. A, we're, we're now uh, we're, we're now online. We now. Got if to, you want to look can... cool with all your friends, there you go. You need to get some badges. Yeah, and where can you get cool badges? Where can you get cool badges, Stuart? Uh, birthday cards, but. <laughs> If three today isn't your thing, you can pick up some Tales from Beyond Infinity badges, mm-hmm. which is a nice double pack that's got the logo and your cover art on a badge each. Yeah. So one with the logo, one with your cover art. We bundled them together because when we sold them separately, your uh, cover art was selling more than Yay. the logo. Which you also designed the logo, so it's loose. That's true. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> we ought to tell Brian May. He likes badges. We should. Badgers. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. That explains why he ignored that gift I sent him. Yeah. It was made of genuine badgers, though. It was, yeah. It had a, a badger motif on it. Well, it says, I hate, I cull badgers, but it's still a nice badger motif on <laughs> I do not cull badgers. <laughs> I want that out there right you call, now. You cull badgers, don't you? You go around chucking badgers out. I try cuddling badgers, but they're vicious <laughs> bastards. Yeah. Big <laughs> Um Yeah, so we've got the Tails badges double pack on there. We've got the True Believers logo badge, yeah, which is in the Superman colours because celebrated eighty years of Superman. Speaking of palavas, 
<laughs> the shade of blue was not right. <laughs> he wasn't sure. I think it was that was shown on my screen rather than your inability to get the colour blue right. My inability to get the fucking colour blue right. <laughs> you said it was a five-year plan, right? I can only imagine that us backwards and forwards on that is a bit like the just play the fucking note doodle from Father <laughs> <Yeah>. Ted. <laughs> <laughs> just online rather than in the same room. Um, and we've got the Nerds Who Haunted Themselves badges. Yeah, um, we're on a badge. I'm on a badge and you're on a badge. And we're both on a badge. Yeah. So you can get the logo, one with Andy Ghost, one with me Ghost, which we were originally going to do sell them separately. Yeah, and see which one sold more. See which one sold better. <laughs> which, let's face it, be mine, because mine's got glasses. It's true. Adds an extra cool. Um, but then we decided that neither of us wanted to be the loser in that argument. <laughs> <laughs> we're too protective over our ghosts. So, yeah, so we just and we thought, fuck it, chuck them in a triple pack, or you can get all six badges and save a bit of money. Um, and we've got that. We've got your Tales from Beyond Infinity print. Yep, pardon me. Uh, signed, signed in the corner. Signed, signed by yourself or your Filipino slave? No, oh, not by me. Yeah. I just got my wife to do it while I was in the Fair toilet enough. the other day. By me? I was joking. <laughs> But you did sign him in the toilet. I did sign him in the toilet, yeah. I washed my hands. <laughs> I didn't sign him in the toilet. <laughs> Christ. It's no wonder nobody buys our shit. <laughs> it's alright, no one's listening, it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, and then we've got Tales from Beyond Infinity issue one on there. Mm-hmm. So we're sort of dabbling with merch. I don't want to do too much merch, but... So Tales from Beyond Infinity, number with one. number one, um, with comic strips by, go, off the top of your head, come on. The Inheretic, Vince Hunt. In order. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Mike Garley, Susie Gander, Sam Webster, Robin Jones, Griff Gristle, uh, John Late, and Craig Toll. Boom. Is that all of them? Yes, and then there's the... Superman on BBC Radio. Yeah. Which was 30 years old yesterday. But that article was 30 years old. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Superman on trial first was first broadcast 30 years ago yesterday. Blimey. So, I, you know, being on the ball, sent Dirk a message today. You sent him a card. <laughs> sent him a belated thing. Uh, I sent him that and I, there'll be a piece in the mailer about it this week. But, um, yeah, sort of apologising for the lack of progress on the book but personal circumstances and that but hopefully once we've sort of collected ourselves up from the aftermath of personal circumstances we'll be back on book duties Uh, we were hoping to get out this year for the 30th anniversary of that and 80 years of Superman but best laid plans and all that Um, plus he's busy doing all these bloody audible things Oh, is he teamed up with Audible? Yeah, he does, he does like the Alien ones and oh. and the X-Files. Okay. He's been working with uh, Julian Anderson and David nice. Um Still ignores my pitches for Audible Baywatch right. episodes. He's just not going for it. I'll try him on Murder, She Wrote, but I thought I'd go with the softball of Baywatch before I went in with the big guns. You call it Murder, She Spoke. <gasps> I think that was actually an episode. <laughs> oh, God. 
an episode where she was recording the audiobook. Could they do a, a crossover of a murder show and X Files? Ooh, that could. Work. She crossed over Magnum PI. Yeah. And he wasn't impressed. An alien. <laughs> oh, that would be brilliant, wouldn't it? The Holy Trinity. <laughs> X-Files, Alien, Murder, she wrote. So, speaking of Magnum, it's getting a fucking reboot. Mm. I'm not sure about it. Will they reboot Murder, she wrote, so they can do the crossover again? Oh, definitely. But who could play Jessica Fletcher? They can call it Murder, she text. <gasps> Murder, she tweeted. Murder, she dictated. <laughs> Murder, she Siri. <laughs> well, no, it's Alexa, isn't it? Siri's the one that looks shit up. Yeah. Well, they both kind of do the same thing. Do they? Hey, Siri. Nothing. Ooh. There you go. What's the time? It's 2047. Good evening, Andy. There you go. How small is Andy's penis? You're going to say, hey, Siri, first. Oh, I thought it'd still be up from the previous Hey Siri. Hey Siri. Oh, penis. <laughs> Do you get Siri to talk dirty to you, do you? <laughs> Hang on. Hey Siri. How large large is the average penis? I don't understand how large large is the average penis. But I could search the website. <laughs> no, let's not. <laughs> You get home and it's like, um, oh, I'm looking at your cookies. <laughs> We've resulted in using Siri on the on the Blade podcast now. Hey, we wanted a third host. That's <laughs> true. Um, what the fuck were we talking about? Oh, I don't know. So, yeah. So, yeah, Superman on BBC Radio. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what we were talking about. Um... Yeah, so leave slime rolling. No. Fucking hell. This went We've completely <laughs> Siri upstaged us. So BBC Radio Superman is thirty years old. It is. Yeah. You said you sent Dirt Mags a birthday card. We just sent him a messenger message. Okay. That's probably why he's not hmm. talking to you, not getting back to you on Baywatch. Could be. Well, he's not stupid enough to give me his address. <laughs> Um, I was stupid enough to give you my address. <laughs> and tell me when you moved. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> yeah, so... um, Yeah, so that's 30 years old. Um, like I say, I'll do, a ma- do something in the mailer about it this week because writing something every week, I run out of things to write about. <laughs> and they meant a lot to me as I became a comic book fan. Sort of, I had the holy trinity of... The Superman comics, Lois and Clark on telly, and get off me chopsticks. And the Dirt Mags audio ones, which whenever I read a Superman comic, it's the voices from the audio, Dirt Mags audio that I hear, which is cool. So yeah, so that's that. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Sorry, I, something I... We're not smooth at this today, are we? Really, not today. We're both a bit knackered. And this, now, this general series has been a bit. <laughs> they don't so much segue as just pitter out, <laughs> change the <laughs> <Get> subject. <laughs> no, the the whole radio, um, the Superman radio plays, isn't really something that I've ever got really got into until last year. I think you said you lent to me because we were going to talk about them. On the we podcast, were, yeah, and we didn't. But I still listen to them all. 
Um, so this is something that is like your kind of thing and your baby. It's interesting actually because obviously when I got into them, it wasn't a time where you had the internet or telly in your room or things like that. So that was like that and comics were the things I had that I could get repeat enjoyment from. Mm. I couldn't get repeat enjoyment from a video because I didn't have a video player and a as your parents' kids and a TV in my room. So those were my things. Whereas you came to them. Um, having been spoilt by the internet and TV on demand and everything. So, yeah, it's interesting whether they hold the same appeal. If you see what I mean. Yeah. The same could be said about comic books, isn't it? I mean, you know, you've got all digital comics nowadays as well. If, if you know, if you subscribe to... Are we going back down the comic sniffer route? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Let's avoid that subject. <laughs> That's what I've got over the last time. Yes, yes, indeed. Speaking of comics, moving to other mediums. Nice. Segways. Segway. I'm back, motherfuckers. Um, Bumblebee. No. <laughs> <laughs> the trailer for the new animated Spider-Man movie dropped today. Yeah. Thoughts, feelings. Absolutely awesome. I think we could say awful then. Oh, no, awesome. Um, yeah, looking forward to seeing that. Um, I love the stuff with his dad. Yeah. <laughs> you have to tell me you love me. Say you love your dad. <laughs> yeah, very, very exciting. Um, so, the older Peter Parker, because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm assuming he is older and it's not just chunky animation, is that how it was in the Ultimate Comics with Miles Morales? Was there an older Peter Parker? Or is no, well, something... the time, in the Ultimate Comics, by the time Miles um, um, Morales came into it, he was dead. And we're, actually, to be fair, we're assuming that's Peter Parker. I think I've not it actually is. checked it. I, I'm pretty sure it is Peter it's, Parker. It's the it's Peter Parker Spider-Man costume, isn't it? So yeah. Well, this whole the Spider the Spider Verse, if I can remember, it's been a few years since I, I I read it. But they combine, they go, you know. So you've got Mars Morales actually meeting Peter, Bar- Peter Parker. They've done the several Spider Verse things, haven't they? Cause yeah, they, they did have, one yeah. recently Spider when I was Gwen. reading Spider Twenty Ninety Nine. Yeah. Um, Which so is I still don't... something I don't get why they've not tapped. What, Spider-29? Yeah. only you ever read it. Well, yeah, there probably is that. It's my fucking... No, let's not talk about... I didn't pay my bills, now can you send me money? So, I don't know what their twist on it would, will be, but the Mars Moran... Uh, so, Mars Moranis was the Spider-Man in the Ultimate Universe after Peter Which Parker Peter Parker died. was dead in, yeah. He's dead in. Um, and so, but they did ship him over to the ordinary universe because the, the big when you've got a character that hits you don't exactly they shipped him over and that's kind of when when, my, when i jumped off marvel to be honest around that area so though i i've got i think i dropped because they did a bit the big Sp- spider universe thing went on for ages it, it was a it was quite it was a yearly event it was a quite big event and i Stopped getting comics about halfway into the event. Is that when they pulled Spider-Man 20, 2099 back in time? I don't know. Was it as part of that? I think it was before that. Uh, but yeah, Spider-Man 2099 was the only Spider-Man comics that I used to read. And that was the Marvel UK reprints of it. So I fell in love with that series. Um, but yeah, I did, that would make a really cool animated movie. Mm. I really hope that the style where it sort of flashes into old school animation 
when he's bouncing off the cars. I'm guessing that's something to do with Spidey Sense. I hope so. Mm. It's a very, very nice touch. And you've still got that cool shot of that looks like he's going yeah, I love that. up and it's inverted. That's very cool. I, I love the kind of... Clumsiness is the wrong word to say, but the, the, the fluidity of it. Yeah. That's a good word, that fluidity. It is. Not as good as creatology. Creatology is the word of the day. Um... Yeah, no, I, uh, I'm i really looking forward to it. The animation looks a bit clunky in the trailer in places. No, I like it. I think it's stylized. But I think, yeah. And it's also difficult to judge from a trailer sometimes. Some of it. Is there a bit of real life in there as well? Some of the background scenes? I don't know, quite possibly. Mm, I'll have to watch that again. It's a nice blend. But yeah, no, that'll be out Christmas. Which... It's an interesting route to go down, I suppose, if the live-action one's tied into Marvel. Mm. It's a good way to go. It's certainly better than this... Well, although they seem to have dropped their Sinister Six plans now, and I'm really not sure about the Venom movie. Isn't isn't Sinister Six plans still going? Is that why they brought out the Venom movie? Isn't that supposed to kickstart the Sinister Six? Possibly. They've dropped the Black Cat whatever team-up movie that was going to be. Oh, really? That's gone from the schedule now, apparently. Um, it's just going to be very confusing having a Venom movie that isn't connected to the Marvel Spider-Man. Which, yeah. Is it connected to a Spider-Man at all? Because it should be. I don't know. I mean, you could technically connect it to the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. You could still backdoor that franchise. Because, mm. for God's sake, he still hasn't caught the dude who killed Uncle Ben. Mm. Or, you know, close that arc involving his parents. Yeah, of course. But those films seem so long ago now, but they probably weren't. Yeah. Let's be what, 20. I think I've only seen the second one once. It's not a feel good movie, to be fair. Was that. That was Electro, wasn't it? Yes. Second one. Yes, the second. Underwhelming blue and red superhero involved in essentially a villain made of dubstep. Mm. After Man of Steel with their dubstep ray. But let's not get me started on Man of Steel. Another trailer that genuinely surprised me, given my dis- distaste, detest for the previous five films, is Bumblebee. Is there really five films before this one? There's, well, technically, after could Bumblebee set before. Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean. But yeah, um, yeah, I. It's got a real Spielberg feel, which is the humor. The humor comes straight through it, and it's not all about slow mos or asses. And it's got that Spielberg ET sort of vibe of an alien. Mm. And Bumblebee looks very sweet, like when he's cowering in the corner after he first transforms. Yeah. In the trailer, that's very cool. Plus, he's the original Volkswagen Beetle. He is. Um, and I quite like that they've got the a person doesn't choose a car the car chooses the person speech from mm. the first Transformers I'll tell you what it was it's because they showed that the robot has personality yeah. that's what it was they've basically taken the best elements of the first Michael Bay Transformers film yeah. which was clearly the stuff that Spielberg had influence over mm. and hopefully they'll realise that a movie called Bumblebee should focus on Bumblebee. A bit like a movie called Transformers shouldn't be Shia LaBeouf and the robots. 
Or um, what's her fo- what's her face's ass? Megan Fox's ass. I mean, yeah. I mean, I kind of I used to be able to defend Michael Bay a little bit in that if you want an explosion or an action sequence, Michael Bay is very good at what he does. But the pervy tendency of the four lingering shots, mm. particularly as the films went on. Um, you can kind of see the point where Spielberg was like, I'm done. <laughs> and Michael Bay took control. Um, I just... I don't get why you'd make Transformers movies by somebody who doesn't understand Transformers. Mm. Who, by his own admission, killed characters off in films because he didn't like them in the first place. It's... Who put Constructicons with giant testicles. Really? And thought that was funny, yeah. They've got like two wrecking balls dangling down. I mm, can't remember that. Uh, it's in one of the bonus features. You've got him going, because <laughs> it'll look like testicles. Mm. And you're kind of, ah, oh, fucking hell. Mm. It's like, you don't need that. Your movie already looks like testicles. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm hoping that this will be a soft reboot to relaunch the franchise better and get them looking more like robots again Bumblebee looks more like a robot again mm. it's not the over complicated lots of little bits of metal he's got nice big yeah. plates on him uh, the transforming scene still was a little bit complicated I thought yeah but you're always going to show that off aren't you it's a bit like the Star Trek the motion picture where they're just so excited to have the budget to do the thing that you get ten minutes of just panning past the ship all the time mm. it's, uh, and the Superman Returns has the same problem There's lots of showing off shots not enough story but but no I'm actually you know whisper it cautiously optimistic that we might be getting a good Transformers movie mm. live action I mean um, and Starscream looked like a proper Starscream he did he Which was a red and blue F-15 eagle so well, after they fucked up Soundwave, they can't really... He was a satellite, wasn't he? He was a satellite, which kind of makes sense, but just doesn't at the same time. Was it the same voice? Uh, I honestly don't know. Because Prime was, wasn't he? Prime was, yeah. Which is it a Cullen? Yep. Eeyore. Yeah. Always like pointing that out. To my wife, and now my kids... Now they know it. They're also very excited. Have you seen the trailer for the new Winnie the Pooh movie? The Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin. Yes. Yeah. My wife cried at it. Did she? Yeah. We watched Goodbye Christopher Robin the other day. Not seen it. It's alright. Um, yes, we have seen Of course we've seen it. My wife's a big Winnie the Pooh fan. And a big Ewan McGregor fan. It's basically everything she wants in life. You throw in, take that, and it's pretty much the trifecta for her. Mm. Um, and lasagna. Yes. Oh my god, she's Garfield. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, no, we have seen it. It looks alright. Yeah, it looks alright. Look very, very well done. So it's, it's interesting that they've gone for the old school teddy bears and as opposed to the Disneyfied ones. Yeah. Well, I suppose they've got to look like his toys. But then, yeah, I suppose this is the argument. Yeah. Uh, I like it. I like the look of it. I quite enjoyed the last Winnie the Pooh movie that Disney did. Mm. That should have been a Disney classic, but they decided not to bother with that in the end. Mm. I I quite enjoyed that with the uh, Baxon. 
Oh yeah, the Baxon. Uh, that was good. So yeah, that wasn't a heffalop movie, was it? No, it was Winnie the Pooh. Oh. I have seen it. Just Winnie the Pooh. The Baxon. They build a trap, don't they? They do. They trap the Baxon. And then there's a scene at the end of the credits where you actually see a Baxon. Uh, but no I Goodbye Chris Robbins quite good I've watched that and I've watched The Greatest Showman in the last week my wife's been in charge of home viewing and I watched American Made the Tom Cruise film okay yeah I've seen that on Sky Movies that's popped up yes because I bought it on Blu-ray with the plan of watching it before it appeared on Sky Movies and I finally watched it as well which was very good I've, I've not seen it yet. I want to. That's on my list of things to watch. Yeah, yeah. Despite my aversion to child murder, mm. <laughs> I suppose everyone else who likes child murder. Well, you know? the amount that appears to weirdo. Be, <laughs> the amount that appears to be in horror films, TV, and stuff in general, I'm pretty sure people do seem to be getting off on it. Mm. Like, I, I watched a random film called Hot Rod with Adam Sandberg. Is it Andy Sandberg? Yeah. Andy Sandberg. You never seen Hot Rod? I haven't, no. Mm. I, I was quite enjoyed it. I quite like those. So I, I like him dry, uh, running off to do Angry Dance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's great. They're falling down the cliff. And I like the You're the Voice bit. You're the Voice? Oh, Where yeah. Where he's yeah. walking at the end and you've just got people all falling in behind him. It's <laughs> a riot. massive riot. Yeah. So. And, and there's a bit of Bergerac in there as well. well it's not Bergerac, is it? It was no, the Lovejoy. Lovejoy. Love Joy, of course. <laughs> don't get your Love Joys and your Bergeracs mixed up. No, don't ever do that. Painful. Oh, very. Made Midsummer Murders different. Mm. But, yeah. Um, yeah, because you've got into Brooklyn Nine-Nine, haven't you? So. Just. It's long first series, loving it. God, you're so far behind. Yeah. No, I don't. Find Andy Samberg films hit and miss. I thought Hot Rod was alright. I didn't think it was as funny as the hipsters told me it was. Yeah. But but it's also that thing sometimes that people tell you a funny thing from a film and they make it sound funnier than it actually was. Mm. It's like Neil always used to be really good at that. Like telling you, like replaying bits from films for you and like that. It's fucking hilarious. And you watch it in the film, you're like, he did it better. So, but yeah, it's, it's alright. It's like, I'm kind of tone deaf to comedy these days. I think the last comedy I found truly hilarious was Alan Partridge. Oh, yeah. Can't think of a comedy ever since then, actually. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so anyway. Um, so, let's probably so, wrap it up. Yeah. Really, yeah. Yeah. It's quite a short one, this one, actually. Nothing's happened. No. Because we didn't do our homework for the old the action movies one no I forgot all about that you should have reminded me we could have done it well I meant to and I even watched I watched Under Siege and Under Siege 2 Under Siege 2 is not as good as Under Siege but there's not many Steven Seagal films on Netflix so kind of be a case of me either lending you the discs or and then there was another Steven Seagal film on ITV 3 or 4 I can't remember what it was what it was now might have been out for justice but it was fucking dreadful um yeah but it's more the classics that we'll be talking about so like under siege die hard face off 
Conair, The Rock. Commando? Commando, definitely. Good. Commando, the opening of Commando is still awful. I'm going to have to remind that's it. It's basically like happy family stuff. So like him chopping wood with his daughter and him getting an ice cream with his daughter and she puts the ice cream on his nose. Uh, and... Is it a montage? Yeah. Brilliant. It basically looks like an advert for like, you know. Yeah. You know, are you a single dad with a daughter? <laughs> Come have a holiday here kind of thing. Okay, then let's make a list of films that, that I'll watch for the next one then. Commando? Let me write this down. I'm going to put it in my little note thing. On <laughs> Siri! <Yeah. laughs> Oh, yeah, I could do that, couldn't I? How big is Arnold Schwarzenegger's penis? <laughs> hey, Siri. Do you have to say, hey, Siri, every time? Yes. No, oh, bugger. That's what I thought. That's what he thought, then. <laughs> right. That's what she said. Uh, hey, Siri, start a note. Oh, I've killed it now. Siri's ignoring you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shush. Shush. Right, hang on. I'm not sure I understand. Oh, <laughs> right, start a note. Films to watch for the next podcast. Okay, I created a note. Films to watch for the next podcast. Right. Add to note. What do you want it to say? Commando. What else? Face okay. off. I created a fuck's sake. Oh, dude. fuck's sake. I'll do some annually. It would be a lot fucking quicker. It's a pen and some paper. Sorry, I'm swearing a lot on this podcast. I do try not to swear, but just you make me. Again, we're not getting the uh, kid audience. Right, come on then. Commando. Hang on. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Siri Don't was quicker. From this podcast. Right, Commando. Face off. Face off. That's a film I've not seen for years. 20 years old now. Yeah. I went to the cinema to watch that. I even still have the postcard somewhere if if you thought the action movie was dead. And then it's face off, but just the F and then the other three are... And then off. So it looks like fuck off. (laughs) Thank you for that. Thanks for clearing that up. Well, I thought you might get confused. Under Siege? Under Siege. Under Siege 2 if you're feeling particularly cruel, just for completion, but... Um, uh, Die Hard. Oh, of course. Ops. Um, Conair. Conair. The Rock. Rock. Conair is two words. I know. <laughs> I'm off to watch that film about Conair. <laughs> the Rock. This is brilliant podcasting, you know. <laughs> Commando, Face Off, Under Siege, Die Hard, Con Air, The Rock. Um, Tango and Cash? No. You're not going to watch Tango and Cash? No, it's Kurt Russell. What you got against ooh, Kurt Russell? Ooh, ooh. No, no, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. It's got a dog in it, isn't it? No. Isn't it? What am I? I'm Turner and <laughs> Which is Tom Hanks, not Kurt Russell. Okay, Tango and Cash. It's Stallone and Kurt Russell. And while Ron Kurt Russell and Steven Seagal, you got Executive Decision. No. Passenger 57? No. Six on the plane. No, it's not in the time frame. <laughs> um, oh, dear. 
Hang on. Um, and let's, do, let's put one I might actually enjoy. <laughs> Why would you not enjoy any of those? They're classics. Yeah, they are, actually. Command, well, Commando and Die Hard. Con Air, I love. The Rock, I've seen too many times. Um, you can never see The Rock too many times. It's just not possible. Romance in the Stone. It's not an action movie. <laughs> it's it's, an, ad- it's movie. an adventure movie. Do you live or not? Also an adventure movie. It's actor action. It's lots of action. The John Wilder. <laughs> Fucking love that scene. <laughs> um, and I thought you'd written Turner and Hooch there. <laughs> <laughs> Throw Mama from the train. It's not an action movie. <laughs> this is why Predator, the Terminator, and because there's Robocop. absolutely no action in the Predator, is there? But they're more sci-fi. Oh fuck off. No, because if we put those three in, then it'd be pointless. There's another obvious Schwarzenegger one we're missing. But yeah, I'll, we'll... Running Man. Not to be confused with Cool Runners. But, but it also falls in the sci-fi bracket. Oh. No, for me, action movies... How, can fa- how is Face Off not a sci-fi movie? Well, yeah, but it's also a guy on his own sorting shit out. Beverly Hills Cop. More of a comedy, but I, I'll, oh. I'll allow it. Because it's a good excuse to watch Beverly Hills Cop again. How about Big, t- big Trouble in Little China? More of an adventure movie. Oh my god, you freaking Nazi. Fine, you can have Big Trouble in Little China because I've not watched it for a I while. Don't so it's now. a good excuse. No, I don't want it now. Fine. Fine. <laughs> you said it now. Fine. You basically you're looking at your Die Hard Honor films. Okay. So Die Hard on a boat. Speed. Die Not Hard on a bus. Speed. Does that it doesn't a- have to be eighties. Okay. Speed. It's that period between well, Commando and Face Off. I like Speed. Speed too. <laughs> <laughs> I remember really liking Speed Two at the cinema. I can't remember Speed Two. It's the one on the boat. Yeah. Doesn't go very fast. Speed on the boat. Yeah. Which, apparently Speed 2 was meant to be Die Hard 3. No, Die Hard 4. That script was originally intended for that. Really? Which would have worked. The McLeans trying to sort their marriage out, and then, you know, some twat takes it over. So the guy who isn't Keanu Reeves in Speed 2, is he the guy who Jason is Patrick. Keanu Reeves in the first one? No. It's different character. character. Mm-hmm. So, lethal Weapon. Yeah, all right. Not quite the action. Although Lethal Weapon 2 is the better film, in my opinion. Okay, not yeah, not interested. Um, <laughs> Should we get into the whole they've sacked the guy who plays Riggs on Lethal Weapon on TV? I'm not happy about it. They've sacked him, so are they going to replace him? Yes, with Stifler from American Pie. Oh, you're kidding. No. Sean William Scott is coming in, but I don't think he's playing Riggs. I think he's playing Riggs's brother. There's a really good episode of him in, um, of... Um... It's always sunny in Philadelphia with, with Sean William Scott in it. He's brilliant. Cool. Oh, he's a perfectly fine actor. I've got nothing against him. I've seen him in things that I've enjoyed and I could see him in that sort of role. But the programme is called Lethal Weapon. The lethal weapon of the title is Martin Riggs. Mm. Unless you're going to bring in another actor playing a different character with the exact same characteristics, which is just going to piss people off anyway, don't bother making it anymore. Be like, we did two seasons and we're out. You know what? You know what? 
um, uh, action movie we ever mentioned, and it's probably the pinnacle of first action movie of all time. Miss Congeniality? Yeah. <laughs> Rambo. I'm not a Rambo fan, but you, you are right. Yeah. But I don't own Rambo, so somebody might have to lend me Rambo. I'll, I'll lend you Rambo. Do you mean First Blood? Yes. If we're going to be pedantic oh, about it. Yeah, you're a pedantic bastard. Because Rambo's the fourth one where it looks it like is. he's having a stroke and yes. the only thing keeping yeah. him alive is the kickback from the machine gun. First Blood. Do we watch one of the Expendables then? I've not seen any of those. I don't think, I don't think I have. I've seen one and three and half of two. There was one on the TV the other day. Trouble is, we're going to fall down this rabbit hole if we then start watching Van Damme movies and Chuck Norris movies, which Hard Target is a pretty good action movie. Mm. Oh, you got that Van Damme one. Is it Sudden Impact? Where it's Die Hard in a nice hockey, uh, hockey game? Okay. Is that the... Which is the film that is um, an officially a sequel to... Universal Soldier? Universal Soldier 2? <laughs> okay, not Universal Soldier then. <laughs> Alright, Are you thinking of the Van Damme film that was originally meant to be Masters of the Universe 2? No. But they changed it. Was it I... Blade Runner sequel? Mm-hmm. Isn't there an unofficial Blade, Blade Runner sequel? Or an unofficial Time Cop? <laughs> I know what I've just said, I'm making it up. Um, there was a film that was originally meant to be Masters of the Universe 2 that Canon were doing mm. that they couldn't get the budget to do Masters of the Universe 2 or Masters of the Universe underperformed so it became something else which was, a, I'm sure it was a Van Damme film Cyborg? that a Van Damme film? Oh yeah, okay um, Yeah, so there was that um, If it wasn't sci-fi we could have had Dark Angel Oh, God, that was one. the quote at the top of the mail of the other week. I come in peace. Will you go? Yeah, you leave in pieces, asshole. <laughs> How about Broken Arrow? Ooh, John Woo. Yeah. Yeah, I think we should stay American as well. Because there is, again, the rabbit hole of falling down the hard to kill. Is it hard to kill? Hard boiled. I or, like Broken um, Arrow. Mm. It's not a great film, but I like it. It's Die Hard in a Desert. It is. I love that you can boil any film names. <laughs> Paul Blart Mall Cup, Die Hard in a Mall. Yeah. So, a Die Hard film is one person against everyone else. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, you could go later and start throwing in your John Wicks. Mm. I do like the John Wick movies, but we're sort of talking that pinnacle period of like 82, 84 to... 98 yeah around the time you'd have what I don't know what the budget was but they always seemed like those 40 million dollar movies you don't seem to get anymore you had though they were generally thrillers or low budget action movies that now you don't get them unless they're made for like sort of your video shop ones mm. you didn't necessarily see them at the cinema but they were hot rentals sets dirty Hot rentals. That'd be a cool podcast. I think we get the wrong crowd if we start <laughs> the wrong called Hot Rentals. Or Hot Rentals, title of your sex tape. Yeah. Um, okay, we'll let it go. I'm not going to get a chance to watch half of these anyway, so we'll just. Well, you must have seen some of them, so you can yeah, blag your way through it. But I can't remember them. How can you not remember them? I remember Face Off. Uh, Die Hard, obviously, is every Christmas. Broken Arrow, I think I remember. 
Is that the one on a train? Isn't there a train? There no, is a, a there is a train in Broken Arrow. The plane crashes and the nuke goes missing, and it's got Claire Danes in it. Or I think there's something no, else. No, Samantha Mathis. Samantha Mathis. Yeah, oh, she's lovely. I love Samantha Mathis. And Christian Slater. Christian Slater. Oh, I love Christian Slater. Who doesn't still love Christian Slater? I, the, my biggest regret about Robin and Prince of Thieves is they didn't let him keep his original line after he catapulted him over the wall. Which was? Fuck me, he cleared it. <laughs> but they dubbed it over because he refused to change it, allegedly, with a uh, blow me, he cleared it. Because apparently blowing him is better than fucking him. Yeah. So. Tango and Cash. Not great fan of dog movies. It's not a dog. It's Kurt Russell and Sylvester Stallone, which you could kind of get, and they're not playing tight. Sylvester Stallone is the nerdy guy in the suit and glasses. Boiler alert. It's got Terry Hatcher in it. Oh, okay. Um, then again, at the moment, what is it? And Kurt Russell in drag. Okay. Spoiler alert. Well, she was in Bake Off recently. Yeah. Uh, Speed. Yeah, I watched that. That's a good, watchable film. I like Speed. Like Shoot the hostage. Yeah. Shoot the glass. Okay. Hostage. I've got, 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 got a few to be going on with. Yeah, Dan Butcher could probably give us some titles, but they'd probably be... Robocop. It would be Robocop. Look, the one that had Robocop. There is a clear reason why we can't have Robocop. Because I like it. You can only have Robocop if you're willing to watch Robocop, Robocop 2, Robocop 3, the Prime Directives, the TV series. I'm happy to watch both of the Robocop movies. Both cartoons, the remake. Probably not just talk about the first two movies. No. Scene by scene. No, you have to watch them all. We could do a Robocop special. We did intend to do a Robocop special. We're waiting for that Robocop documentary that I backed on Kickstarter to come out. Yeah. So we can talk about it then. That might be something if we can get Skype sorted. We can Skype somebody in on. Mm. Who also loves Robocop. Almost as much as you do, you perv. But yeah, that's enough to be going on with, I okay, think. Okay, fair enough. And it's not like I've thrown in, like, City Heat. And... Beverly Hills Cop. You can have Beverly Hills Cop. I enjoy yeah. Beverly Hills Cop. Actually, I don't know if I like it. I can't remember. It did start as a Stallone movie. Did it? Yeah. Beverly Hills Cop's good. Mm. Two and three are where it gets ropey. Three is where it gets really ropey. Which I'm sure Star Wars fans will blame on the fact George Lucas is in it. But yeah. Oh, one thing we didn't talk about. No, it's it's a dang thing to end on and not appropriate. I was going to say about Margot Kidder, but have give... we really not done a podcast since, since she died? No, Blimey. she died between podcasts. Mm. Which I mean, she wasn't my Lois Lane. She was a good Lois Lane, but she wasn't my Lois Lane. Um, and you know, it's very sad that she's passed, but. She didn't really had the Superman impact on me that other people involved in the Superman did. Uh, Terry Hatcher and Laurel King were always my lowest lanes. Just because of the period I got into Superman, probably. Not literally. Um, but yeah, no, it's still very sad and it's another piece of Superman history. Who's passed and, you know, with Christopher Reeve not being around anymore, it's another huge chunk of those movies. Hmm gone and she came back to Superman for Smallville oh did she? yeah she was his 
Christopher Reeve character's nurse because Christopher Reeve was supposed to be revealed allegedly the original plan was that he would be revealed as the bad guy for that season but he died mid-season oh right so they changed it and they were going to make her the villain but I think she has to be written out because she didn't want to go that way she felt it was disrespectful mm-hmm. which one of my big problems with Smallville is that it was very dishonourable to Superman that had gone before and certain ways like how they threw Dean Kane in an episode it wasn't really handled very well in previous things which is something that the Arrowverse has done better honour in the past kind of thing but but yeah see I told you we got off topic yeah so let's end on something fun okay um yes so links and whatnot. where can people find you online okay well I've just started an art station actually a what Art Station. What's Art Station? It's an online portfolio. And my name... I'm just looking for my Art Station thingy. Um, Is this... You finally, you know, uh, convinced me to get a uh, Instagram feed for my art. Mm-hmm. Stuart thinks he can draw. Yeah. Underscores between each word. Um, and now you're going on Art Station. Yeah. Are you that threatened by me that you have to find a new platform to play on? Absolutely. Yeah, I've got a. I'm now off Instagram. I'm not on Instagram anymore. I am on Instagram. I'll tell you that in a minute. Now our station looks quite good. I've been looking at it. It's um, it's uh, like an online. Um, it's a bit like LinkedIn for artists. Okay. So people can contact me and. No, um, stop contacting him. No. All oh, we had at Sice was different I'm people wanting you now. to come draw on. different things for him. No, come come and talk to me. I haven't got time to keep drawing shitty logos to send you, so you send me back better <laughs> ones. Um, so, yeah, uh, so I'll, I'll give it a go, give it, I'll, let me start again. I am zoot.artstation.com, so go and have a look, um, and I recommend ArtStation, it's literally, and it's free as well. Um, free is good. So basically it works as a uh, portfolio, and you can also have projects as well, so you can have like, like just one, all your sketches in one go, so you can just scroll all the way through, which is pretty cool. And I'm going to sue you for the picture of my kids. But I own the copyright because I drew them. <laughs> oh, damn it. Have I lost the copyright on my own kids? <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> well, I made them. <laughs> a half. Um, and I'm also... Instagram. Instagram as... Am I the, oh, hang on. Let me do this properly. I think I'm the real Zeus, but I might not be. On Instagram, I am... Please hold, caller. Your I am Zoot on Facebook. I know that. And your Zootbot on Twitter. I I am I am Zoot, but I'm I underscore am underscore Zoot on Instagram. Ooh, and you've got three new likes. And a new person. Ooh. And on uh, Facebook I am the I am real Zoot. Zoot. No, no, you're I am Zoot. The real Zoot. Your page is I am Zoot. Yeah, but my thingy is I am um the real Zoot. Uh, or you can just search I am Zoot. Or just search I am Zoot and you'll see my logo. Or And on um, Twitter you're Zootbot. I know that. Yeah, and on Twitter I'm Zootbot. I'm all over the show. You shock. don't even need to ask Siri that one. Does Siri yeah. know you're... Um, and you can find me at... Instagram. Like I say, Instagram. Stuart thinks he can draw with underscores between Stuart thinks he. So Stuart underscore thinks underscore he underscore can underscore draw underscore. <laughs> Stuart thinks he can underscore frequently. <laughs> Nobody's been disappointed by my ability to underscore. Um, 
Yeah, and then obviously Facebook, I've got Stuart Thinks You Can Draw as well, and Twitter is just my personal one, which I rarely use, to be fair. Usually only to moan about poor service. <laughs> um, Who's Paul Service? He's a guy who does really good service. <laughs> um, ironically. Yeah, um, and then it's OK True Believers Online. The Troobes mailer is tinyletter.com forward slash troops where you can sign up um, it's generally stuff that's exclusively available through the mailer I need to start taking some of the older ones off because the idea was supposed to be that it was purely exclusive to subscribers but I've let an archive build up while we're trying to build an audience for them but we've got 80 subscribers which isn't bad minus one given that we're minus, well we were 81 and admittedly one of those is me so I can get the test thing through um, but yeah no it's a uh, it's not bad for about 12 weeks I think we've been doing it now mm. um, Tony and Nick's Cockney Kung Fu mailer and they've done 50 weeks without a break which is impressive wow yeah um, yeah it goes out every Monday morning slightly later on bank holidays or my weeks off um, but yeah it's generally in your inbox by 8am 8, 8 at the latest um, so you've got it for your commute to work if you don't if you're driving obviously but if you're on the train you can have a read um yeah, and it's got a mix. We usually put a quote at the top of some kind. So this week's one was from Don Quixote. Because the title was They Might Be Giants, which is a Don Quixote reference. And also a reference to a very cool Sherlock Holmes film. And a really cool band. Birdhouse Bird in Your Soul. Name another one. Oh, shit, I can as well. Malcolm in the Middle theme. Mickey yeah. Mouse Clubhouse theme. You know, not the best. And Mickey Mouse fan, I didn't know that. Yeah. And the hot dog song from Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Oh, yeah. Hot dog, hot dog, diggity dog. That's the one. I never Pay knew the money now. Great. Yeah, that's. But you're not the boss of me now, and you're yeah. not so. Didn't they do one like, is it Istanbul or something like that? I might be mixing it up, but they've got one that's a place name. I've got their greatest hit somewhere. Um, has it got the Nicky Mouse theme tune on it? It has not, no. It has got the Malcolm in the Middle one. But I don't need that, because my kids have got several Mickey Mouse CDs between them. So we're covered on all They Might Be Giants things. But yeah, that's where they got their name from. Don Quixote. Or um. the film. But the film got it from Don Quixote. Because so, he, he says about windmills that they might be giants. So yeah, anyway, it's got a quote at the top, then a brief introduction, then some True Believers news, which for the until last week, the previous two weeks, was a size takeover. Uh, we let Iz from Sice talk about Sice. Mm. Funny enough, uh, first week was what was happening at the event. A uh, second one was talking about why she got involved. Because I'm always interested in why people set up comms or create comics or whatever it is. I like the creative process behind anything because you're still being creative, organising an event. Anyway, you got that. Then you got a nerds who call themselves blog piece, which you've done a couple. I yeah. write most of them. Um, then you've got. Meanwhile, which is usually promoting an event or a comics-focused event or a Kickstarter or something like that, then the Draw Something Sunday and then some useful links at the bottom, mm-hmm. which is where you can find all these links as well, so like the link to your IMZ page. And then online we are at OKTrueBelievers.com, which leads to a lot of confusion. If you're a reviewer and you fancy a review and a PDF copy of Tales from Beyond Infinity Number 1, we'd really appreciate it because... Now that we're selling it online, it's difficult to get face-to-face with people because that's the way the internet works. Um, so, yeah, reviews always help with that. And 
that is pretty much it for links. Um, uh, you Facebook, said about the Facebook Facebook page, yeah, Facebook. Facebook. Draw Something Sunday is on Facebook. Every Sunday. Every Sunday. And you enough. can see the gallery leading back all 50, 60 weeks. Yep. And if I'm really you... impressed that's run as long as it did because at the same time we set up What You Read in Wednesday and Draw Something Sunday. Yeah. Which What You Read in Wednesday was supposed to be whatever you picked up new or whatever comic you were reading that week you could tell us and recommend it which ran for about two or three weeks before. You should start at What You Read in Monday and I could contribute because I could say the truth mailer. <gasps> Clever. Nice. Cross marketing. Yeah. Um, and yeah um Sometimes the mailer goes beyond. I reposted a link to it to start a conversation on the Awesome Comics Talk page, which led to an interesting conversation about it. And um, yeah, if you like the mailer, tell us. If you don't, tell don't us. <laughs> yeah, don't. We've got enough negativity in our lives. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you fancy leaving a review for True Believers, if you've been and enjoyed it, you could do it on the Facebook page. That'll be nice, and it'll help scrub off that two-star review from that prick. Nice, subtle, subtle, very um, subtle. Yeah. Um, Are we going to Pam Rose that bit? Nah. No. <laughs> we have to Pam Rose that we said Pam Rose. Yeah. Um, in context, we don't mind a two-star review if it's valid. Yeah. If it's just done because you've been a vindictive, spiteful little bastard. If you've actually been to the event and you thought it was worth your two stars, if you'll, go ahead. By what I will means. say, if you're going to leave us a negative review, write a review with it. Don't just leave us a two-star thing because you know you can't delete a two-star review. You can okay. only you can only review, delete a review if it's got a written thing. If you've got a genuine complaint about it, we genuinely want to hear it because we want to make the event better. And if it's genuinely something we feel that maybe we are shortcoming on, we want to fix it. Um, yeah, check the Facebook page anyway because there'll be an announcement about tickets for the summer event. We're making a slight change to them. A good change, I think. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Good for Exciting. you. Um, yeah. And yeah, we will be back with more nerds. I'd say if you want to review the podcast, but why the fuck would you? Uh, but you can review us. And uh, yeah. Um, and if uh, yeah, if either of our listeners have got this far at the podcast... If you put, we'll, we'll give you a little prize. I'll give you a little prize. Did we do a prize last? No, nobody did the thing. No, did they not? There's nobody listened that far. They did. If you put, if you put, I sex am a, week. I am no, <laughs> a bit more serious than that bastard. If you want, I to am put, sex week. I am a creatologist in the comments. Then I'll find some some that I can send you, or you can do whatever. <laughs> if he's feeling tight, then I'll do it. Uh, well, I'm sure I've got something. Well, we've still got some old True Believers merch. Okay, all right. Then we'll you some old stuff we've had stuck in the shed. <laughs> we got... You we, sort out your shed today, was it? we still got some 2016 T-shirts. There you go. What sizes have we got? Cause oh, yeah. You, it's going to be like Popmaster, where you don't get a choice. <laughs> it's uh, one size fits all. I'd never got that with Popmaster. It's always a medium as well. Oh. Why a medium? Because they could talk to the, the, the ghosts. No, but... I'm, Popmaster, why does he send you a medium t-shirt? <laughs> Can we call it a day now? I think we're about to apologise for this episode. It's a bit shit, really. Yeah. We're all over the place and we're both exhausted. To be fair, the ones we always think are shit are generally the ones people seem to enjoy the most weirdly. Yeah, not this one. No, not this one, no. <laughs> no, unless so, it's people like, you know, I felt really shit about my life till I listened to that and then I realised I'm all right. <laughs> Unlike these poor twats. Yes, um, yeah. Creatologist. 
Mm-hmm. I am a creatologist. Mm-hmm. What's my prize? Um, you get. I made it this some... far into the podcast. <laughs> you, get What's a, my prize? you get a medium 2016 True Believers t shirt. Well done. Yay! It can talk to ghosts. <laughs> and on that fucking bombshell, goodbye, Andy. See you later. Bye bye. Cheers. Bye. Hang on. Stop button. This is never a smooth ending. <laughs> okay. Bye, Andy. <laughs> like a sex life. Title of my sex tape. Never a smooth <laughs> never ending. Never a smooth ending. <laughs> yeah, good night. <laughs>